stepping through the doorway. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Dice Therapy. You feel as if your body lurches forward and then slams to a stop. In the room before you, as your eyes adjust, there's a ramp leading upward. Holes litter the floor. The walls have holes in them as well. Arcane runes around each one of the circles. A myriad of statues are splayed out before you on this ramp that lead to a door encased in some sort of magical barrier. The statues themselves are in various poses, some holding their mouths, pinching their noses, others reaching up frantically towards something that's just out of reach. In one corner, you see a large log tree trunk, if you will. And two steps in front of you, a glyph. And there was nothing else in the room other than the statues and the logs. Correct. The log. The log. I want to touch one of the statues first. Cold to the touch, stone. Can I push one in a hole? You start pushing with (laughs) your might and push one over to a hole. Mm -hmm. The base is too large to fall into the hole, but you can cover the hole. Are there enough statues to cover all the holes? There are not enough statues to cover all the holes, but you can cover coming out of those holes. <laughs> by moving statues around. Four holes left open. Man, something's gonna come out of those. <laughs> I guess I'll I'll leave the holes towards the bottom of the ramp. But then I'll step on the glyph. As you step on the glyph, roll me a D4. Take three points of damage as this energy is pulled out of you and this glyph ignites. The runes around the holes in the wall light up and water starts pouring out of the holes down onto this ramp. And as the water starts slowly getting deeper, ankles, knees. Oh no! Turn into a crocodile. Wild shape, wild shape! Water's still flooding into the chamber, only draining out through the holes that you have not covered, slowly filling up the room. Is it reaching the door at all yet? It's working on it. And you notice the big log over on the right starting to float. It's up to your knees. But it is rising. Mm-hmm. The water that pours out on the far side of the ramp is running down and then draining down. Guess I'll try to, to move the log over then. The running water that's coming down the ramp to go down the holes is preventing you from moving it up towards the doorway. How heavy are the statues now that they're in water? Can I? Mm-hmm. Guess I'll move some down to the bottom holes. You go up to the top of the ramp and start slowly moving four off of those holes down mm-hmm. to cover the other holes. Mm-hmm. As the water slowly gets deeper and deeper, it's waist deep now. 
I splash some water on the doorway, what happens? Does it react to the water? It does not, but it blocks the water. The water's not getting through it. Now up to your chest. What the log? How close can I get the log to the door? You can float the log up too, but as it's getting close to the door, because the water hasn't gotten that deep on mm-hmm. that part of the ramp, it mm-hmm. starts to drag against the floor. So if I push statues off holes, I'm just going to lose more water. Right. I'll wait. The water continues to pour in, and you know it will be over your head at the bottom of the ramp. I'll wait. The water is now deep enough at the top of the ramp that it is nearly waist deep and all of the water that's pouring in at the lower part of the ramp is now flowing towards this doorway and the log that is now up here touching it since you brought it up here with you is being pushed against it. Is it doing anything? Make me an intellect check. Or a nature check. Seven. The cold water is just making you a little numb and you can't quite focus. Mm. How's that water? Water is now up to your shoulders with a nice current moving from the bottom of the ramp towards the top. I don't have anything that can break any of the statues or anything. Mm. Still. You hear a rising tide floats all boats, but some must sink for others to rise. Make me an intelligence check, and why don't you do this at advantage because you did have these words echoing through your mind. 23. You think this log with enough force, but you'd have to start it from the other side and go with the current? How do I get it to the other side of the room now? You just have to force it against, so make me an athletics check or a strength check, whichever you want to do, swimming to the other side of the room. Uh, seven. Can I turn into a crocodile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I just heard the look he gave you. Yeah. Um, you, want, you want to turn into a crocodile, push this thing swimming using the Doesn't the, that give me a better strength tail. stat? Yeah. You could roll with advantage. Okay. This will be my second roll then. 23. You manage to move the log to the other side, and as the current starts to take it back to the door, you flip around, grab the backside of the log, and start pushing with it to propel it that much faster. Hits that barrier of energy and breaks. As it does that, the water stops pouring out of the walls, and you have a silvery, metallic doorway at the top of the ramp, and you step through. As a crocodile. As a crocodile. <laughs> Freaking out who whoever's on the other side. <laughs> the keepers there. You stepped through a doorway and you found yourself in a large chamber, floor of still water, only broken by smooth stepping stones. The stepping stones lead deeper into this vast chamber of darkness. And the field is black, but it's dotted with these motes of light that seem to drift down from the ceiling. And they twist and turn around each other and spiral in some sort of large 
almost pattern that you can't quite make out. The moats are reflected by the still water as you're stepping across the stones, moving deeper in, and it, it gives the illusion of walking across the night sky. Each step leads you closer to the center, and the four figures that you have been traveling with become evident by these motes of light as you move to the center of this chamber. Each figure, seemingly a glow from a mark on their form, cheek, neck, arm, and standing in the center of the space, surrounded by a slowly spinning universe of light, a figure manifests and takes form. It floats before you. Delicate features are hinted through the face, but the entire form is a reflection of the spinning motes of light. You see yourself reflected in the shape, and gone is your equipment, your weapons, your clothing, and your flesh. You appear radiant, composed of thousands of tiny motes. Glancing towards the others, they appear the same way, with the only variance in their form being a group of brighter motes forming on the mark or the sigil of a constellation on their body. My children, a voice echoes out, matronly, full of love. It gladdens me you have made it here, to the echoes of your past, so that you might prepare for your difficult future. You are each stronger than you know, for in your veins flows stardust. Each of you, a light and power the darkness cannot overcome as long as your spirit holds true. You are the material incarnations of a star, from a heavenly constellation linked with ancient magics. Each of you diverse in nature, but linked in a common goal, a common side in this coming conflict, the side of light, of life, of hope. A hope made manifest by the fate through the will of your individual patron stars. The river. What is your name? Can I talk as a crocodile? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, your form would have shifted oh. into this humanoid constellation of stars. Dad, one word like share. Two A's? <laughs> Two A's? Like share. <laughs> you have the darndest sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> and that is meant as a compliment. <laughs> The river watches over the heavy rains and floodwaters following the full thaws of spring, signaling new beginnings and fresh starts. Graceful, deep, and full of empathy. They often sustain their friends now. Sorry. <laughs> you guys pick these constellations. Ah, you pick me. I didn't. You guys did. <laughs> and keep in mind that I thought you'd be doing this like right away. So yeah. <laughs> True. I could have modified my behavior. <laughs> the patron blessing feat that you have is healer. My children, together you will shine brighter than you can apart. Use your light to reveal your opponents and spread hope <laughs> to the world. For against you, there are the host. As you are incarnations of the stars, they are incarnations of the darkness. When close, you will sense them, and they you. Beware the corruption they spread, the misery they feed on. Their cold hearts of unlife will never be satisfied. 
The voice falters as if strained or in a slight pain, but it continues. My starborn, left here are the echoes of your past, memories and emotions of days gone by. Do not let this past define you, but use it to guide you. And the figure reaches up towards the motes of light, grabs one in its hand, and spins it towards you. And as it does, all the other motes kind of shift and follow suit. And these motes of light surround and join with your body and the motes of light that make you up and you grow stronger from it as this flood of emotions and memories and everything just washes over you. A past life, no, no, past lives of all this happening. Waves and waves of it. You can't focus on each individual one because each individual one would be like a drop of water and this ocean wave is hitting all at once, overwhelmed. But one memory does come to surface. Memories clash and conflict, and conflict with, with one, one another. another in my mind. In one memory, I lead the siege of a city. In another, I fight to defend it. A memory of growing and carefully tending a mushroom garden is tempered with a memory of burning a mushroom garden away with arcane fire. Again and again, these conflicting memories and emotional contradictions wash through me. I try to focus on balance, to relax my mind in an effort to understand them. But as I do, one memory overwhelms me. Bowing before a throne to a queen I trust and respect, I receive orders. She has tasked me with a great responsibility and reveals a pulsing black shard that radiates with dark energies. Immediately I know it holds the power to change the course of the war, but I must test it. The memory blurs. And when my mind is able to focus again, I find myself bound tight. A group of dark blue skinned warriors surround me and push me into a stone circle. I struggle to stay on my feet and take in my surroundings. The circle is carved with dark arcane runes etched with a silvery substance that glitters with enchantment. At the center sits a large black shard thrumming with a dark energy. I fear it for somehow I know it will be my undoing. Shh, a voice says from beyond the circle. Time to bring balance, to rejoin what was sundered. The voice gives way to form as a figure steps into the circle across from me. I see, myself? Looking at myself bound tight, I know this is a proper test. Next time will be different. Next time we will win. Next time, the host will be triumphant. Dark runes pulse as arcane energies are released, and as the ritual reaches its peak, the black thrumming crystal shatters. I feel myself reduced to ash. Twice. My children, each of you bear scars from your past. Each of you bear pain. But know each of you are more than the total of your scars. Now go. I will buy you some time and grant you aid when I can. But remember, when things seem darkness, that is when stars shine brightest. Figure embraces you, and there is a rush as you feel yourself move through space.
and you're standing in an empty chamber with the doorway out to a spiral staircase that you recognize as a spiral staircase you came down to get into where you're at. If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends, leave us a tip, or give us a comment. We would love to hear from you. DiceTherapyAP.Pinecast.co